0: To your city, gonna play our guitars and sing you a country sound.
1: We'll all be flying higher than a jail on her. And if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along. Well, we flew through well,
0: in, in-, in- Welcome in to Indiana Sports Beat Radio. With Jim Coyle, Dylan Sin, of course, sitting in as we're coming to you from the golf club at Eagle Point Studios on this Monday. Welcome back, Dylan. Welcome in. How you doing, brother? How was your weekend?
1: I'm good. It was a great weekend. Uh once again, we're 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 now one week closer to football, and it's game week. So we're 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 getting there. We are, man.
0: It is game week. The Big Ten opens up play this Saturday. Uh Indiana taking on hosting. Penn State a top 10 Penn State team uh, at 3:30 on Fox Sports one national TV audience uh, big game there's lots of great games the, the good thing is when the Big Ten comes in it's all good games there, there's no we don't have to worry about three weeks of, of playing Eastern Illinois and all that we just jump right in uh, and we were talking in the break Don Fisher is gonna join us here in a few minutes by the way as uh, he will for each each Monday going forward of course Matt Taylor's with us is to uh, today as well gigantic comeback win by the Colts man pretty impressive Dylan
1: I mean that was it was one of the best games of a pretty good Sunday of NFL games honestly uh, see the Colts fall behind early and uh, down 21 nothing, one play into the second quarter and I was a little worried I, I was wondering what was going on if if, if this was uh, going to be a game that kind of ended any thoughts of the Colts as a, as a good team and they pulled it out. That was, that was that was one of the highlights of the weekend for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll talk to Matt Taylor about that. But I'll tell you, when I turned it on, I got to it a little late. And it was 21-0. I'm like, what are you, nuts? And then, boom, the, uh, the Colts did uncult football. They, they just rolled, man. It was, it was fun to watch. Great college games over the weekend. More upsets, Dylan. Uh, we continue to see this. And that just makes me more and more excited because that just gives you more and more just thinking of what this Big Ten season is going to be like. Uh, I look forward to talking to Don here in a minute about that. But uh, you know what? It, Indiana can make program history right off the bat. You, you opened a season with a win over a top ten Penn State team. You've already made history. Uh, So, yeah, but they have that opportunity. The thing is, they had the chance because we know what they have coming back. We know what they had last year. Indiana is one of the the top offensive producing teams returning, so this should be a good game.
1: It it really should, and it kind of goes to show you how much Tom Allen has built this program over the last few years that we, we can look at Indiana and say, look at their talent and then put it up against a top 10 Penn State team, especially on offense. And, and say like indiana matches up well like that, that that's something that we haven't been able to say against these good teams in the past Is that indiana has the talent to play with these teams and sure it's going to take a break here or there to get a win but they match up well with these teams and that's a that's a testament to the, how Tom allen has turned around the program's recruiting and how he's built that depth over the last few years which is really impressive
0: uh looking forward to noah is don with us already Okay, I just want to make sure I heard you talking. So I just want to make sure, but uh, yeah, it, it's uh, w- more upsets. Like I said, continue. Let me get to back to the uh, where's my score line, man. Get back, get back, get back. Because what was the? Uh, oh gosh, darn it! The big game, the uh, oh yeah, Georgia Alabama. Now that game was not an upset. I guess, I mean, you're not going to say that's an upset in any way, but. I'll be honest with you. I thought Georgia was going to win that game going into that game. Uh, but Nick Saban and and there's, you know, some people complaining that, oh, uh, why is Nick Saban coaching, uh, blah, 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 and I, I couldn't care less about that stuff. But um, good games there. But the SEC, the ACC looking weaker than ever. The, the, Notre Dame is number three right now. They are the weakest top five team since – North Carolina in last week, I mean it's it's horrible. The the ACC is very very weak, but this year they're worse. Notre Dame struggled to beat a one in three Louisville team. Um, it just I just don't see much there, Dylan. Yeah, quite frankly,
1: I mean I had I I ranked Notre Dame ninth in my poll this week. Uh, I I think it's malpractice to have them ahead of uh, of Georgia and Ohio State. Frankly, I mean. Uh, Louisville's better than their than their record, but to Notre Dame only beat them twelve to seven. Um and the same week that Clemson New York tech seventy three seven. Uh, the the contrast between the, the tough tough two couldn't be starker at this point. And so that's something that the the rest of the conference pretty wide right now. And it's something that uh, when Notre Dame plays Clemson uh, at home on uh, November seventh. Not, Notre is going to have to come to play, because otherwise they're going to get run off the field in an embarrassing way at home.
0: Yeah, well, I think we're going to see that a lot. Unfortunately, uh, we're joined by the great Don Fisher, the voice of the Hoosiers. Now, Don, how are you, man? I'm doing
1: well, Jim. How are you? Uh,
0: a lot better now uh, that you're on, because uh, if Don Fisher's on, that means we're in season. It's taken us a while, but uh, it's game week, and I'm really excited about it. Well, I hadn't thought that I'd retire, but it feels like I'm coming out of
2: retirement (laughs) since we are in October for the first football game.
0: Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, wow, we we have it. Don hasn't been on basically since uh, it's been seven months. And I'm like, wow, what a gap. But uh, we're here and I'm Dylan Sin from the Fort Wayne Journal is with me as well. But I was just talking in the break that Indiana football can make history right off the bat as they open the season with a top 10 Penn State team. But this is not your grandpa's Indiana team. This is a team that right off the bat, I think, is prepared to compete and win in a game like this.
2: Well, I agree with that. Uh, This is a football team that returns a lot of of faces from a year ago. I think uh, nine in total on defense, eight on offense, a couple of special team guys that were are always critical to your football team. It's a team that has uh, has a lot of promise. They obviously turned in an eight and five year a year ago. uh, Lost the Gator Bowl to Tennessee, in which they probably should have won uh, by a single point, twenty three twenty two. They had their first Big Ten winning season since 1993 uh, with a 5-4 record a year ago. And most of the uh, actors in that uh, season are all back this year with the exception of a couple of key players. Uh, We're not talking about uh, critical, critical pieces, but without question you've got a lot of kids returning to this football team that could make this a very special year. And you're starting the season against a top-ten team but a team that was ranked very high a year ago, and you gave that team, Penn State, all they could handle at Penn State, losing 34-27. to 27. So we're looking at a football team that will not go into this game feeling like they're the underdog in the sense of, uh, we can't compete. They know they can compete with Penn State because they did it a year ago, and their actors are no different than Indiana. So we're looking at a football team, I think, that will go into this game with a lot of confidence.
1: And a belief that they can pull the upset. Yeah, uh, Don. We were talking uh, just a few minutes ago about kind of the way Indiana matches up uh, in, in this game, and kind of the, the talent gap between the schools, which seems to me to be as small as it's been um, in any year for Indiana in recent memory. Can you kind of, as someone who's been around, can you kind of speak to that and how how the gap, how that talent gap has closed over the last four years under Tom Allen against some of these top teams in the Big Ten?
2: Well, I think the one thing that you have to recognize that Indiana has struggled with over the years, and it kind of got better under Kevin Wilson, but it has dramatically improved under Tom Allen, is the recruiting. I mean, there's just no question, his, he and his staff, Tom Allen and his staff, have done a terrific job of getting better football players on campus. And when they get them there, they've been able to keep them. And that's a critical, critical thing. And and Indiana has always had uh, had a decent group of kids out there. They just haven't had the numbers or the depth. And obviously I think that's the one thing where Tom Allen has made a big difference in this program with his recruiting, getting uh, a lot more players to come to this school that they can teach and coach up and get better. And that's the name of the game. And without question, uh, this team probably still isn't where it needs to be in that sense, but they have made dramatic improvement over the last four or five years now. And you can even go back, like I said before, Kevin Wilson kind of started this trend. Uh, Tom Allen has improved on it, and there's no question that Indiana has a very competitive bunch of football players now.
0: Well, there's no doubt of that, Don. As we look, the uh, the line came out, and Indiana is uh, just a six and a half point underdog uh, to Penn State. And and you say, oh, they're an underdog. This is a top ten team, uh, a Penn State team that is already looked at as being one of the teams that that can vie for a college football playoff spot. And Indiana's within a touchdown off the bat. That that also shows. Th- Indiana's getting a little more respect around the country. I have saw both polls this morning. Indiana's got votes on both sides of that. Haven't played a game yet. So that says a lot about an Indiana football team that's getting votes and hasn't even played a game yet. Yeah, I
2: guess the one thing that concerns me is that when Indiana has been put in this position in years gone by, uh, when they've looked like they were going to be better than what people thought and they started getting a lot of hype, that it has They've laid a big egg in many of those scenarios. <laughs> and, um, you know, the history hopefully doesn't repeat itself in this situation because I do believe that this is a good football team, and I think that this team can compete with just about anybody in the Big Ten. But they're going to have to prove that on the field, and, and we're going to have to see how much this pandemic and, and the cancellation and then the lack of games leading up to a big game factors into how they play here in this opener, because let's face it, uh, nobody, nobody knows, nobody knows how Penn State's going to play in this opener. Uh, Obviously, nobody's played a game yet in the Big Ten, so there's a lot of factors that you just, you've got to take into consideration here. If Indiana doesn't play a great football game in the opener, uh, how will that affect them from a confidence standpoint as they go down the line? So a lot of things come into play here, of which we can't prognosticate because you just don't know until you see them. No, but uh, the one
0: thing we have seen that I've been paying attention to is a lot of upsets, which uh, part of that, you know, you don't have the crowds that you normally have. But we have seen a lot of teams get upset at the SEC, of course, and the Big 12 because they've been playing so far. But, man, that just that gives the Indiana fans, I think, a lot more hope uh, as we go forward, because this is going to be just a different season in, in, in just in its in entirety, Don.
2: Well, there's no question. It's going to be different. Uh, it just, it can't be anything but. And the one thing <laughs> you'll, players all understand that discipline and, uh, and being uh, responsible for themselves is going to be critical because let's face it, you get, if you get five to 10 players that, that uh, all of a sudden get tested for this thing, uh, you could be sitting on the sidelines for a week and, they've said, what, 5%? uh, If your team has 5% of your players uh, get tested, they'll shut you down, that kind of thing. Uh, You just don't know what's going to happen. So right now all you can do is look at the optimism that this team brings to the table with the talent that they have back from a year ago, and obviously they've got a lot of talent back in this defense that was, I just think, mediocre in Tom Allen's comparisons with his other defenses over the last five years or so. I think you could say that this defense has something to prove themselves because they were not great last year, but it was a really young defensive squad, and they're going to have to be. They're going to have to be the team or the side of the football that improves the most, in my opinion. If this is going to be the kind of season that Indiana fans are hoping for.
1: Yeah, Don, you uh, you talked just a minute ago about kind of how in, in years gone by Indiana has had some teams where it looked like they'd be. They'd be pretty good. And then they've gone out and, and not played as well as, as many people thought. And I, I remember I, when I was at Indiana from 2012 to 2016, they had quite a few of those teams. So I know exactly what you're talking about. But to me, the in order to to kind of avoid that this season, it's going to take leadership from some guys on this team. Who do you think are some of the key guys that are going to be important to making sure that even if Indiana loses this first one, that, that it doesn't spiral and it doesn't become uh, a, a season that people want to forget. Who are some of those leaders that you think can, can make that, make sure that this team stays confident throughout the season?
2: Well, uh, the, the first guy that comes to my mind is on the defensive side of the football. And I say this because of how spectacular he was a year ago. And that was Taiwan Mullen. Uh, this kid is a gamer and he's one of those guys that goes out there. He is, not afraid of anybody he he loves the competition he 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 is smart about his position and i think he leads by example with how hard he plays and how smart he plays i think he's going to be a critical piece on the defensive side of the football he may not be the most vocal guy and and i really don't know at this juncture who the most vocal guy on the defense is normally it's your linebackers And I know Mike McFadden is one of those kids that uh, I think he's proved himself here in the last couple of years as to what he brings to the table. So he'll be a critical piece on that side of the football. Jerome Johnson is one of those quiet guys who's been there now. He's a fifth-year senior. He's been a a, a mainstay on the defensive line all season long. I think he factors into that area. So those are the kind of people, I think, that, that will have to speak up and be more vocal than they've been in the past. On the offensive side, I think you always look at your quarterback first, Michael Penix. And Penix is a guy that's supremely confident. The one big problem with Penix was that he kept getting hurt. Even last year, he played in six games. Three of those games, he did not finish because of injury. Uh, The three that he did finish, Indiana was competitive in all three of those contests. And he was spectacular in some of them. And, and, and even in, in the Michigan State game, he was spectacular in that contest, along with Wap Villier. Wop is a guy that's the energizer, bunny-type guy. He's been around as long as anybody on the offense. You know, he's never going to be quiet. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks. And then the quiet guy on that side of the ball that's a leader, just by example, is Harry Quieter, their starting center. He is a, uh, a four-year senior that started almost since he got there, at Indiana so I think those are the key guys on the offensive side that will be guys that have to speak up but of course Ty Freifogel is another quiet guy that I think is terrific and if he does say something I think people listen so those, those are the people I think that probably have to be the leaders on this football team at this point point. and I guess another guy that you could you could speak about from a special teams perspective would be Hayden Whitehead because he's also been there four years now this is his fourth year and he's a graduate senior who could come back next year get, I guess. So, well, I mean, everybody that plays this year, I guess can come back next year if they want to. It, it, that's the most amazing thing about this whole thing. They could have uh, guys that have played six years in Indiana uh, because of the way this situation has taken place with the pandemic and so on.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, Don, you get, uh, you get another year of WAP uh, if he wants it next year.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing. Um, uh, a guy like Wap Fillier, who's a very undersized guy from an NFL standpoint, he may have to have another year to get the kind of you know, contract or, or draft status, so to speak. I, who knows? I mean, we're going to find out here. My gut feeling is Wap wouldn't be around next year, but nevertheless, it's a possibility.
0: Absolutely, and looking forward to it. Uh, before I f- forget and, and and you get out of here, what? How many years now, Don? Is as we start this new season? I I've, I want to make sure we acknowledge this because we're having the good fortune of talking to one of the greatest in the history of doing this. Is this like forty six or seven years now?
2: This would be year forty eight, starting October twenty fourth, which is next. Eight
0: congratulations uh man we can't thank you enough uh, one of the absolute greatest to ever do this and we're very fortunate to have you on with us don we appreciate you so much well thanks
2: for having me obviously uh talking about Indiana football, and we'll do this uh, on a weekly basis now. As long as we're still playing, <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm yeah, looking I look- forward to that. But one thing is that normally you always have to have double duty. But man, you're going to basically have to start the season almost off doing double duty. I mean, you got a little bit of a reprieve before basketball hits, but not much. And you're going to have both of them. It's going to be a rough year for you. I hope you've been doing some voice exercises. Well, the truth of the matter is uh, we've had we've had
2: these uh, you know. Uh, games that have been overlapping and that kind of thing for many years now. Uh, So having double duty is not anything new. Uh, It just comes a little bit sooner this year than it has in the past. So we'll look forward to it.
0: Cannot wait, Don. I appreciate you, sir. Look forward to uh, this weekend and have a great broadcast, and let's uh, hope the Hoosiers get a win over the the Lions.
2: Yep, that would be that would be awesome to get the season started in that vein. It would be it would be considered a major upset in the country, without question. And I do believe that this team is capable of pulling it off.
0: I do absolutely agree. We'll look forward to it. the great Don Fisher joining us here on NDS Sports Beat. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. You bet. Thanks for having me. You bet. The great Don Fisher, the voice of the Hoosiers, joining us here. And he will be with us each Monday going forward as we uh, go through the season. And the season is about to begin. Uh, Looking forward to that, Dylan. We're going to talk about that and a lot more. Matt Taylor is going to join us in the Colts. We'll talk about that gigantic comeback win for them yesterday as well. You're listening to Indiana Sports Beat. We're coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. We're back with more right after this.